Hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. I'm Russell Howe. And this is Story by Chance. We're going to talk all things movies, television, streaming, sports, all that good shit. And this week, I know we said we were going to do blockbusters of the 90s and trusses. We are still doing that. We are still doing that. Uh, we're just uh, trying to get a guess, and they're not going to be available until next week. So we got to hold that off. Uh, but we didn't want to leave that an episode. We thought, what, what, what should we do? Uh, there was one we did think of, which we're not going to mention because we're going to do that later. That's going to be a whole thing. Uh, but we decided to be a little thematic, and we decided to go with uh, a long-standing franchise's humble beginnings, The Fast and the Furious, the one with the thus. Yep, the big 2-0. 20 years, Jesus Christ. This goddamn franchise has been around for 20 years. Well, again, we'll get into all of that later. But for right now, uh, we have our all sorts of other regular segments to talk about, first of which is Trailer Talk. Uh, first trailer we have to talk about today is for one we actually kind of missed last week, uh, but one I definitely want to bring up. Uh, this is for No Sudden Move. No Sudden Move is a period crime thriller directed by Steven Soderbergh uh, in which a stick-up goes wrong and two criminals uh, find themselves in a weird, twisted game trying to figure out where this, what, what this scheme is all building to. Uh, features a cat features Don Cheadle and Mia Sultora, the two main criminals. Also features David Harbour, John Hamm, uh, Amy Simetz, Julia Fox, Kieran Culkin, and Brendan Fraser. He's, he's, yeah, he's back in the movie. It, it's, it's kind of weird. it's kind of a who's who of who's been in uh, who's been in Soda Brewery before, and some, and some new additions. But yeah, it's like, like a guy pulling from, pulling from his old catalog. Uh, but Russell, what do you think of the trailer for No Sudden Move? I mean, I liked it. Um, it's very Soderbergh-esque, I should say. Um, it's nice to see Brendan Fraser actually leading in like a, a top billing role here. Um, he's been MIA lately, so it's been nice to see that. Um, it looks good, though. I mean, it look. I mean, Soderbergh always, you know, uh, usually doesn't disappoint. So this this should be exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that he is one of the best filmmakers working today. They have one of the most interesting filmmakers working today, even even if I don't like what he's doing. I'm always fascinated by it, um, but yeah, I do think that I do think that this looks, looks this looks interesting. It looks really good. Uh, I also find it interesting just the route Soderbergh's creation to be taking because he seems to be making a big push for streaming platforms, which makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't control as much. He's a very individualist filmmaker, so this I think this provides a good avenue for him. Uh, I do think we'll start to see a lot more filmmakers switch to that because I, I know Tarantino talked about, talk about retiring, which please God don't. Uh, but I could see him moving more towards streaming. I really could. We've done making movies, or at least the, if he ever finished making theatrical movies, which, I, which again I don't, I don't think he will. Um, but yeah, so uh, no sudden moves set for a release of on July of July first, twenty twenty one. Next show we're talking about is for Gunpowder Milkshake. Uh, this is a, another streaming film. This one's for Netflix. This one fe- is about a group of a assassin who gets back together with an old group of assassins and her mother, who's also an assassin, in order to protect an eight-year-old girl who's targeted for assassination by a crime lord. Uh, features a cast that includes Karen Gillan, Michelle Yeoh, Carla Gugino, Angela Bassett, and who else am I forgetting? Is that it? Gugino, Bassett. Oh, and Lena Headey. Lena Headey and Paul Giamatti as the gangster uh russell what did you think of the trailer for gunpowder milkshake i mean definitely interesting i mean you had me probably at the female assassins i think i think it looks kind of fun um yeah i mean i i I liked the direction like 
the, the, the movie was going from the trailer. Uh, I think it looks really fun. And it looks really like kind of like one of those pulse pounding action films. So it looks fun. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I yeah, I do, I do agree. I think that uh, this, I think that this looks really interesting. It's, it's got got a lot of attention on Twitter. I see, I see it's being retweeted a lot. So people are clearly paying attention to it. And yeah, we live in an age where Netflix releases are doing unreasonably well. Look at Tiger King, for example, or a fucking. <laughs> oh wow, I know there are a lot of Netflix that did that did Gangbusters last year. But I can't really remember. Like oh, like Old Guard did really well. I remember that. Lovebirds did well. I think Project Power did well. Like a Tiger lot. King. Tiger, yeah, that that's that's the big story. Um, I watched it. I was guilty of it. That was right at the beginning of the uh, pandemic. I was, I was I was guilty of it too. I saw it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna deny it. Uh, but yeah, no, this is set for a release on uh, July 14th, 2021. Uh, next year we're talking about is for. I almost said the worst one for last. Uh, next year we're talking about is for. Uh, the Shrink Next Door. The Shrink Next Door is a series for Apple TV+. Plus. This features Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, and Catherine Hahn, and it's about a psychiatrist uh, who begins to implant himself in the life of one of his patients. Uh, Paul Rudd plays the psychiatrist, Will Ferrell plays the patient, Catherine Hahn plays the wife, so it's a real big Anchorman reunion. And I'm surprised seeing this trailer because, look, after Paul Rudd got Ant-Man, he had like a little career resurgence. Yeah, and I never yeah. thought I'd see him working with Will Ferrell ever again. Yeah, who who had his uh, resurge or he had his surge back in what the early two thousands? Just early, the entire two thousands. Well, I'm saying for like uh, then he started to drop off though. Like a lot of that other shit, like. Well, that's kind of mid. He was hit or miss though there in the mid two thousands. Mid to late, like, he was hit more, or miss. More, he, more so. I'm, 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 like, like, I'm, saying, I'm not talking about the quality of the movie. I'm talking about like just like mo- like monetarily. Oh, they, well, they shit, all, yeah. They were all hits. Yeah, he worked that whole decade. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm saying like, was it any good? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Twenty. Like you get that stream of twenty tens. However, late twenty yeah. tens especially, dude dropped and he dropped hard. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's bad when like Daddy's Home has to really uh, make up the bulk of your filmography there in the 2010s. <laughs> yeah, I mean Dad, Daddy's Home. The, the house. The house. The, oh my God! The house. the house. The house was bad. What else? What the fuck else was he? The house. Two Daddy's Homes. Uh, two Daddy's Homes. Um, oh, get hard. <laughs> get I. You know what I. I, I like I sound like Kevin Hart too though, so I I, I like I, I yeah. thought that was that movie. Was Get funny. Hard, Holmes and Watson. Holmes and Watson was fucking. That was that's one that I think we were, you were talking about like movies that we talked about that we need to revisit the visit, and that's one of them. That movie is awful. Yeah, we we, we need to, like keep like a registry of these movies somewhere, but that's definitely that's gonna definitely gonna be on there. My God, oh, that's bad. That, that movie's so fucking bad. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, this one is set for at least an Apple TV Plus uh, streaming service you don't have. I do not have. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Which it's kind of really, unfortunate. Look, look, the only reason you should get this, and I'm not not this is no disrespect to any Apple TV Plus. I've seen a lot of them. Actually, a lot of them are actually quite good. Get this if you're getting it for anything. Get it for Ted Lasso. Yeah, you're a big fan of that. I've been uh, seeing. Uh, your well, your tweets and you've been talking about it, like with uh, when you were on the airplane or whatever. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I watched, I watched like 
I watched like half the first season. I was on a flight to Orlando. I watched <laughs> half the first season like on the plane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, this is up for release on November twelfth, twenty twenty one. Then last year we're talking about this is I I don't even know where, I don't even know where to begin with this one. Uh, this is for a movie called Pig, in which. This is a weird trailer for a lot of reasons. Because it starts out and you think, like, okay, it's a story about Nicolas Cage and his pig. Probably, like, the old ti- old-timey. You think, like, like, like old, like, like 17, 1800s. And he's just chilling in yeah. the woods with this pig. And the pig goes missing and go find him. Like, okay, fine, sure. Then you see him get into, like, a Ferrari or some shit. Because, <laughs> like, he's in, like, a yeah, sports it's... car. And then he's like, wait, this is the modern day? Yeah, very, and, very, very random. And then like we've, there's like this whole thing where he's a chef, and it's like I don't know what is happening in this movie because it's literally this trailer switches gears like this movie trailer it switches gears every thirty seconds. Yeah, it definitely does. But it's funny because like Nicholas Cage will take anything at this point. Well, I mean, he went broke, so he kind of has to. Where the hell did he spend all the money? What the hell did he do? I don't know what he did, but he, I, I know, I know, like he famously went bankrupt, which is why he's accepted so many like, like crap and why well, like so much crap and so much straight to DVD movies. Like, do you mad? Like, think about where his career was. Like, with leaving Las Vegas, The Rock, Weatherman, or uh, yeah, Weatherman, Family Man, uh, Gone in sixty seconds, National Treasure. Like, what the hell? Like, what now? It's like this. Yeah, that's it's 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 strange, but uh, but I do think it looks <laughs> it looks weirdly interesting. That's the thing, like like Nicholas yeah. Cage's movies like these, especially one released by a bigger a bigger studio like Neon, which who made Loose mm-hmm. and Parasites. <laughs> yeah, I'm like okay, there's something to this, and I'm kind of into. It. I don't I don't know what this movie is, but I'm very curious to check it out. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out regardless. But it's just it's crazy, like, yeah, just his his breath of work here now. Yeah, uh, but either way, uh, Pig is set. For, uh, Pig is set for a release on uh, July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. I for one, I'm very much looking forward to because I want to know what the hell this is. Uh, that's it for trailer talks. We can now move on to notorious news. First thing I want to talk about this this is nothing to do with movies, nothing to do with anything. This is a story that made me laugh. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a story that was published recently uh, in the in the New York Times. Uh, it's it's about a dude who lost fantasy uh, fantasy football. He came in last place, so as his punishment, he had to spend twenty four hours in a Waffle House. <laughs> but that that's not it. He had to spend twenty four hours in a Waffle House, and he could and he had and could, he could take an hour off if he ate a waffle. So in total, he was there for fifteen hours, and he after he ate nine waffles. Jeez, <laughs> I'm like that is that is like some that's some new form of that's a new form of bullying. <laughs> you have to say. I want to know like where, hours. how did this how did this even come about? Like like. I I've seen some I've seen some like some ridiculous punishments for losing fantasy football. Luckily, I've, I've never come, I've never come in last place. I haven't won all the time, but I never come in last place. Uh, but yeah, like I've seen like someone has to like stand on it, just like stand inside the row with like a dress, like saying I suck at fantasy football. 
I think you know what? While I was driving in Phoenix the few weeks back, I saw a sign that said like this, I, like this, like like what, like, like someone's name sucks at fantasy football. Like they they had to take out they had to take out like advertising space on a billboard. Oh but like the, the waffle, this is the best punishment I've ever, I've ever seen. I think this this is hilarious, and I and I think like prop, props to whoever came up with this, and props to the dude for actually sticking it out for fifteen hours. As the guy never eats a waffle for <laughs> like the next couple years, <laughs> he's got like bad PTSD. Yeah, he's like, you know what, I'm good. Can't can't even look at a waffle that bursting into tears. Pancakes only, please. <laughs> Fresh toast. <laughs> no waffle. See, every time he, he went home, destroyed uh, his waffle maker. Ne- don't tempt them. Next year might be IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are 24 hours. They, I mean, again, there's there's a good possibility you could have that or Denny's on the table. Denny's. Yeah, or find, or find like some like random truck stop diner and just, like, <laughs> just, just stay there all night. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, that's it for that. I, I find that funny. Something else I find funny is this story they published recently. So there's there's some controversy surrounding the Batmans. You oh see, boy. I don't know if you heard about this, Russell, but uh, there was news that broke of a scene that was cut from Harley Quinn season three, uh, the animated show, uh, and it was a scene in which Batman was performing oral sex on Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. No, 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 Russell. It gets stranger. So, <laughs> uh, the God. scene was cut, and the, the whole press release, like the whole reason was DC got mad that it was Batman doing it. He's like, that's not something heroes do. Which Twitter took it and they ran with it. Something like, that heroes like, don't do. Like, no, literally, really? like for I want to say like for a solid like three to five days. I could you couldn't go on Twitter. Without seeing a Batman oral sex joke, <laughs> like Bat- Batman, that's hilarious. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So like, so people chatting on this. Yeah, so people chatting on this. Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder, Val Kilmer. <laughs> so Jeez. many. So, so I want your opinion. W- would Batman eat out Catwoman? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that like would that be like pussy square? <laughs> Like I would see eating the pussy's pussy. Like, uh, sure, yeah. Well, I mean, why, why not? Here's the thing. I, I see. I see people argue that Batman's a selfish level a lover. I disagree. I disagree because I don't think Catwoman would get down like that. I, th- I mean, she'd be very do- dominating though. She she has that dominating presence to like, her. You yeah, know what like, I mean? look look at who's pulled in the past. Uh, fucking Catwoman, Tali Al Ghul. Andre, Andrea Beaumont, Nicole Kidman, like these Chase Meridian. Yeah, I, I know, I know her name. I just want to call her Nicole Kidman. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, I was uh, happy like, I knew the character. Good job. Uh, yeah, uh, do, uh, yeah. He would not pull all these all these smoking hot women if he was if he was a selfish lover. They, you think they get down with that oh. shit? No. Oh, so man. yeah, he, no, he, he he reciprocates, man. Like I gotta laugh though because it's like. You see a lot of these guys are like just like playboys that you have like, you know, obviously Stark's character. Uh Superman's more of probably like let's light candles, you know? Yes, yeah, so Superman let's, Superman's got a build to it. He's like a gentle lover, I would think. But also um I mean he kinda have to be because if you if you went full speed, he did Well, yeah, he'd break in half. Yeah, if full speed, he like well wouldn't be split in half. Yeah. But no, like Batman I can see like Batman and like uh Obviously, Stark and stuff like that being like obviously, you know, very uh, 
you know. Mr. Mr. Me, me, me. Yeah, I mean, especially Stark. Probably. Yeah. That reminds me. I did. I did see. I did see a tear. Right. I did see. Hold on. Like in a group chat. I'm in. Uh, they did share a tier, uh, a tier list of uh, who would be the best lays in the MCU, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go over that another day. But uh, yeah, that was like yeah. Well, again, I definitely want to talk about this another day, just because it's random, and I maybe mean, we'll talk about the end of the show. We'll see. We'll see how we're doing. It's it's, it's late, so we're gonna, people, we're gonna people have way too much free time. I didn't. I didn't make it. I didn't make it. No, Someone I'm saying found, in general. I, yeah, 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 I didn't make it. I, I, I just got. I just got sent it. I think. I think it's funny. Uh, regardless. Uh, next piece of news we're talking about. Uh, John Wick Four is heating up. Uh, we already talked about how Bill Skarsgård joined the cast. Uh, Donnie Yen joined the cast. Uh, they got their latest cast member in the form of Hiroyuki Sonata. So, uh, he was from. Uh, he played most recently. Recognized from playing Scorpion in Mortal Kombat, or. Uh, being the Asian businessman in Army of the Dead, if you saw that movie. Uh, but yes, and uh, there's also words, and it hasn't been confirmed, he hasn't been confirmed yet, but Wesley Snipes is rumored to be in talks for the movie. Here, uh, here are you, he's confirmed, Wesley Snipes is still, is still in talks, but uh, I think they're building a really quality cast here. And Oh, I mean, it's like every week we're adding somebody. Every week. The movie's also getting increasingly more Asian. Anytime you need like an older Japanese man in a movie, you call you call Sonata. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I do think that that I think I think it's a great addition. He's someone who's clearly going to put in the work for martial arts. I mean, he is an experienced swordsman. We saw what he did with Mortal Kombat. I think he's going to bring that same gravitas here. I'm excited for it. Uh, something else I'm excited for, Russell. What is that? The Space Jam Two soundtrack track oh, list man. has been released. Now, look, probably shit. You can say, say what you will about the movie, uh, but the one thing ne- I've always said: the one thing they need to get right, the soundtrack needs to be fire. Oh god! And they got they got some people. So uh, this is probably all the music that I don't listen to. So I, I'll be honest: a lot of people I I again I'm I'm not super tapped into the I'm not super tapped into modern music either. But they got some they do got some people that I'm actually like genuinely excited about. Uh, let's see who like, who do we got? Uh, okay, fuck okay, fuck this dude. Chance the rappers on the on the, on the thing. Oh, fuckers haunting me. Uh, John Legend, Salt Pe- Salt and Pepper's back for it. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, like the John Legend. Uh, Anthony Ramos has a Anthony Ramos has a song. Jordan Lucas has a song. He's a great rapper. Leon Bridges, who's an amazing singer, has a song on this movie. But look, I feel like they know what they're doing because, like, look, like I said, the one thing you could fail at everything else in a Space Jam movie, in a Space Jam sequel. The set you gotta get that soundtrack right though. That's the one thing you cannot fuck so, up. But it needs its. Uh, I believe I can fly. So what's what's who's gonna take the mantle for that one? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get that mantle to anybody because it could mean that could mean they could go down for some really bad sexual harassment in a couple of years. Well, like I was gonna, I was gonna walk that back because I realized that after I said that. I, but right then, like, you know, he was not not that bad of a person. He was not. No, no, yeah. no. The the, the the other the other scandal hadn't the other uh, peeing scandal hadn't happened yet. So. No, no, there, there, no pee had been flung. He, he was, he was clean as a whistle back then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I do think that 
They got some really they got some really good talent here. Oh, the Jonas Brothers are on the soundtrack too, which I mean, fuck yeah. Uh, so you know, I'm 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 really interested to see what the soundtrack is like. I'm still I'm still excited for the movie. Uh, next piece of news you're talking about is uh, Disney Plus has made a shift recently. Uh, they've announced uh, they announced I think last week, within the last week uh, that all Disney Plus original premieres are going to be shifting from Fridays to Wednesday. Now, keep in mind, Loki, the Disney Marvel Disney Plus show going on right now, This that was the first show to stop premiering on Fridays and go to Wednesdays. And that okay. was, it was assumed that was to avoid competition with the Bad Batch and other things they have dropping on Friday. That's where they dropped most of the originals. But I do think, but I guess it's something that's worked out for them really well. Something, and so, and currently right now they do have the Bad Batch airing on Fridays. They have High School Musical, the musical series airing on Fridays. I think that's something else, but I can't think of what it is. A point is, but point is, I think those are going to finish their runs, and then when they come back again, they're all going to stay on Wednesday. So what, I'm, what I'm, I think this is leaning towards is, I think what they're going to start doing, and don't quote me on this because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not, I don't know, uh, but I could see it happening. They, I could see them doing TV releases on Wednesdays, and then movie releases on Fridays. That would make sense. It would make sense because fr- like weekends are more like movie events. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's historically, you know, even like with music, music it was always Tuesday. DVDs were Tuesday. Movies yeah. and films were were Wednesday. I mean, or uh, Friday. Just say it, it kind of makes sense that they would do it that way. But I gotta say, it, it, are you watching Loki right now? I am not. Uh, I haven't seen it. What? There's two episodes out, right? There's two. There's only two out right now. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I have, and I have. We haven't even watched Winter Soldier yet. Are you serious? We're. Uh, yeah, we're just. I'm just not good. You see, this, this, just, is, see, this, this is this show. is why. It's why I assign homework to you because I, 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 you, well. you don't watch these shows unless I make unless I make you watch them. <laughs> it's not true. I just I don't know. Other shit comes up, and we just never like like it's those things that oh yeah we'll get around to it, and we just never do. Um. I'm still on the last episode of American Horror Story with Beck uh, for the first season. For uh, uh, what the first uh, season? Yeah, we we watched season one because um, of the uh, Murder House. No, no, I, I, I know the season. I've seen I've seen that show, but like, wow, first yeah, season we, now. Well, well, yeah, we're still, and that's yeah, we're only literally like because we've been at a standstill. We've been working opposite schedules, and yeah, just really haven't. Uh, we've been watching other stuff like uh, uh, like. The thing that sucks is that Netflix always drops that shit, like that Sons of Sam stuff, that four episode, uh, those documentaries and stuff like that that I've been watching. So, yeah. But I, I, I want to watch these shows, though. I mean, you clearly don't want to watch them enough because you haven't done it yet, but. Uh, uh, it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you, so. You, you got me. Uh, yeah, now, Disney Plus original, I think it's going to be. I think they also does well because. It, I think it's funny that they're so they're taking out of Friday because historically on TV Friday was like the de- if a show moved to Friday that was almost a guarantee it was going to get canceled. Yeah, because no because no one was around to watch it. Oh, you're talking about like when regular syndicated TV, yeah, you know, like in regular like in regular like cable networking cable TV. Actually, yeah, because I remember mostly Friends network. was Thursday. Yeah, friendly yeah, friend like most most popular TV shows air between Monday and Thursday. And I think what Seinfeld was third was Wednesday. I don't remember, but it was Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, his, historically, yeah. yeah, historically, when something moves to Friday, that's like a good sign that it's going to get canceled within a few, within one or two seasons. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, no, like they are. But the Marina Wednesdays, I think that I don't know if it's a good strategy for them. I think that they'll get they would get they would got massive numbers whenever they premiered. But yeah, I think but I think that, they kind of want to spread it out. Yeah, they want they want they want to spread it out because they're doing they're having a lot of overlap. They're having a lot of originals come out, especially movies coming out uh, coming out in the next couple months. So. Uh, so that yeah, they w- obviously want to give equal equal time to shine. So, I I, th- I think I think it's a good strategy. Uh, next piece of news. Uh, this is actually I find this story really interesting. Uh, Paul Giamatti is reuniting with his sideways director Alexander Payne for a new comedy, The Holdovers. Uh, this movie set in 1970. It sees Paul Giamatti playing an unpopular history teacher at the Massachusetts Prep School, Deerfield Academy. Where the students, fellow faculty members, and his boss find him, uh, they, 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 he's he's a little, they they, they don't like him very much. <laughs> uh, so with no family of his own, nowhere to go for Christmas break, he remains in the school to keep an eye on the students who were unable to go home for the holidays. After a few, but after a few days, uh, only one student remains. Like this one, like real, this one like genius level student, as well as the school's head cook. Uh, who lost her? Who recently lost her son? Uh, it's basically them just like hanging out over Christmas break. Like they have, they have no they have no family dinner for to go, so they're all hanging out together. Uh, I think this premise sounds great. I like Alexander Payne as a director. Um, downsizing, yeah, downsizing aside, I didn't like the movie very much, but I think Sideways is fantastic. You ever see Sideways? Oh yeah, the Sideways. I, I big huge fan of Sideways. I yes. saw that in the theater. Uh, numerous times on DVD. I actually introduced uh, back to it. She liked that. Yeah, sideways, sideways is amazing. Again, yeah, sideways. Go check it out. But yeah, yeah, uh, fantastic film. I, I think this is a really good uh, move for Paul Giamatti. But what do what do you think of the what do you what do you think of the holder? Do you think it's that interesting? Yeah, it does. I and mean, I I like kind of what you said. I li- I like seeing his um him work too because what he did the descendants too i liked the sentence is great that's a yeah i film. i enjoyed that one i thought clooney was really fantastic in that um and kind of what you said I, I i like him as a director so uh minus that da- yeah downsizing was shit but um again you, but directors get that you're, you're gonna get good you're gonna get bad <laughs> speaking of uh i'm not gonna say bad directors but uh of, of other directors uh, Zoe Kravitz is making her directorial debut uh, with with, uh, with the film Pussy Island. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, what's this about? Now, main question: Does Batman go here? And um, is it majority male that goes see this opening the opening <laughs> weekend? <laughs> because they because they don't understand what it's about. They're like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. Uh, but anyway, you had so, me. A, you had me a pussy. <laughs> yeah, so this this movie's about a uh, a, a uh, Frida, who's, who's a cocktail waitress, who finds her way into the inner circle of this, this big tech mogul. Uh, when she when she gets invited to his private island, you find out that there's something sinister is going on, on this island, as you would expect. Uh, Channing Tatum is signed on to star as a tech mogul. Uh, of course. So, of course, but uh, yeah, course. I think it sounds interesting. And like, like we're, I'm always a fan of like, like we, we both of us, are, I think, feel the same way. We're, we're fans of uh, uh, actors trying to direct movies. No, yeah, I mean for sure. I, I like the, you know, take as uh, you know, Abba said, take a chance. You know, I, I like when when they do dig, you know, take a chance, and sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But I mean, you got to take that shot. So yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, look how many great actors who directed we've gotten: Jordan Peele, John Krasinski, Bradley Cooper, and, and that's in the last couple of years. And not even nominated for an Oscar. Can we go out and say that again? Yeah. Follow it along with me, guys. Not even nominated for an Oscar for that film. Not even nominated. All right. That's wild. But that's my Star is Born plug again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's sounds interesting. And yeah, we'll see when that movie eventually comes out. Something else I'm excited to see when it actually comes out. Uh, Russell, uh, we are getting at, at the request of I have no idea who, but I'm glad the request is being fulfilled. We are getting another Blackula film. Ooh, uh, okay. If, 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 now, have you heard of Blackula? I've heard of it. Never, never have seen it. Okay, so for those you're not familiar, Blackula, Blackula was a black exploitation horror film that came out in the '70s, and it's about an African, it's about an African prince yeah. who gets turned into a vampire by Dracula. Uh, he gets sealed, he gets sealed in the coffin, and then wakes up in this in 1970s LA. Uh, so yeah, uh, it was a massive, it was a massive, massive hit in the seventies. Uh, spawned a sequel, Scream, Blackula, Scream, and now uh, they're in the, they're rebooting it. Uh, Dion Taylor is set to direct. He's the guy who did uh, Black and Blue, uh, the Naomi Harris, Tyrese Gibson movie. Oh yeah, that the cop movie. He's, yeah. he's he's directed he's directed a lot of shit, but Black and Blue wasn't bad. Not, I mean, not, not, okay. shit, not shit, but like he's not not like that's a bad movie, but he's directed a lot of stuff. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, I, I think that I think the dude, uh, I, th- I think he's. I mean, he's, he, I don't I don't think he's like a phenomenal director, but I think he's in. I think he's interesting. Like he de- he definitely like knows his way how he knows his way around a movie. Yeah. So yeah, uh, most he's mainly known for black thrillers, but he then he's about to direct another black thriller. <coughs> um. Yeah, a, bl- a black vampire movie. Uh, I think it's I think it's an interesting take. And now, who would you want to see play? I know you haven't seen the original movie, but who would you want to see play Blackula in the re- in the reboot? I'm not gonna say Eddie Murphy because we did Vampires in Brooklyn. We right? did Vampires in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, um, who, who would be a good uh, Kevin Hart would be funny. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> okay, that'd be a little funny. Well, I mean, but uh, like that's like no, kind yeah, of no, no, played I, I, I get you, Kevin Hart. I I, I don't want to see someone like I want to see like, like a more. I think it'd be funnier if but like, the guy playing Dracula, Blackula played it straight. So I want to see someone like a like a Sterling K. Brown as Blackula. Yeah, let him go. You're cra- somebody very yeah. Yeah, let, like, let him play it straight. Let him go crazy and have fun. Have fun. I think I think it'd be great. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's uh, I I really enjoy the first Blackula. I th- I, th- I think it's fun. And I'd be, I'd be down to see what what they could do with Blackula in the modern era. And last we were talking, last piece of news we're talking about, uh, Knives Out Two is seemingly rounded out its cast. Uh, we've already talked about the additions, including Dave Bautista, Edward Norton, Leslie Odom Jr., Catherine Hahn, and Jeanette Monet. Also joining them, Kate Hudson is going to be in this movie. And Jessica Henwick of Iron Fist and Game of Thrones fame, which really just feels like an apology for making her be an Iron Fist. <laughs> it's like you're, uh, you can get on board. She seems like a, she seems like a nice woman. Doesn't doesn't deserve to be in this, doesn't deserve to be in this in this uh, in this series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Knives Out too. This is this movie's oh, it's full it's full steam ahead. Filming in Greece, I think either later this year or right now. Uh, yep. for, Net- for Netflix, because Ryan Johnson signed a killer deal. Haha. <laughs> Joke pun not intended. Uh, 
Look at that. Look at you. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. But yeah, uh, so, uh, I mean, I don't know, I know Jessica Hamlin did much for you, but you hear that combination. Want to make any early predictions as to who as to who done it? No, I, I'm gonna wait till I have like the list of uh, people because, yeah, there's just a lot that I just don't remember, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'm gonna wait until right. it's closer to. Well, I'm, well, to I'm, I'm my, gonna uh, say my, I'm my gonna say code. I'm gonna really profile right here. I'm gonna say it was the black guy, Leslie Adam Jr. He did he did it. All right, yeah, well, you're on the record there. <laughs> uh, set for a release likely sometime in 2022. Uh, that's going to do it for uh, for uh, Notorious News. We can now move on to the movie of the week, The Fast and the Furious. Now, before we do that, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How's the tuna fish today? <laughs> uh, it's, I'd say it's crappy today, but I don't like tuna fish. Often. To me, it's always crappy. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. The Fast and the Furious movie was an action movie that came out in the year 2001. Directed by Rob Crazy. Cohen. Uh, and did reasonably well. Uh, let me see, let me see. I just, I, that's more like an offset of the cost of what it actually made, cost to make. Uh, yeah, made two hundred seven million dollars on a three million thirty, not three million dollars. Jesus Christ, two hundred seven million dollars on a thirty eight million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie was a was a smash hit. Spawned eight sequels, a spinoff, tons of merch, and one really really awful theme park ride. Yeah, yeah, not a big fan of the uh, theme park ride. The Fast and Furious Supercharged is maybe the worst theme park ride I've ever been on. So much you could do with that, like you could do so many cool things, and you came up with that. That kind of sucks. Just just make a roller co- just make a roller coaster and slap the words Fast and Furious on it. We don't. We, I yeah. wouldn't care. Yeah. <sighs> but, I, but I digress. But anyways, uh, like I said, this movie came out and like it, it, it was it was big at the time. Oh, it's, it was huge. It's, I remember. It's bigger now. I, but I remember that like hype. I guess because I was seventeen at the time. Um, I remember like everybody uh, zooped their cars up. They had spoilers on the back of their cars. They'd have to have like strobe lights inside the car underneath the car like i mean it was a way of life like for some people they'd have car meetings and stuff like that and they'd have like their their car yeah and obviously you see it now but this was i think this really kind of like led that like that uh, whole entire um like charge i i would say uh but yeah so and it's kind of crazy thing like when you think of franchises that have la- have had like ne- like the longevity like the longevity of the MCU or the longevity of a Star Wars or just like several decades of relevance. It's kind of weird I mean, that Fast and Furious belongs in that group. Fat, Fast and Furious and Mission Impossible are probably your two that are the like legs that, that are really, um, you know, they still, re- still, they still refuse, standing. They refuse to break. And and by the sounds of it, in Fast and Furious, and obviously we'll talk about it, but like, I think it. I mean, it, it ends to where it's like, oh, okay, you know, that, that's that's it. You know, nobody would have expected all this post two thousand and one. You know, what I mean, all this stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, after. But yeah, we yeah. But let's see how this how this movie laid the groundwork for what will be a multi billion dollar franchise. Yeah. And that's billion with a B. All right, let's get into it. This is the Fast and the Furious. We see the movie open with the most 2000 of 2000s heists. 
Stealing DVD players. Dude, it's so funny because watching this, I literally watched this tonight, I think as you did too. Um, watching that heist and opening the opening up and seeing DVDs, I'm like, oh man, does that age? Does that age you or what? Well, you wouldn't get shit for that now. <laughs> no, the, the, the thing I was like, I was curious, I'm like, what did a DVD player go for in 2001? So they I were looked, expensive. I uh, looked it up. I remember. Average cost yeah. of a DVD player, $470. Yeah, and rewind that back. I got one of the first DVD players because I was spoiled. And um, I had it on my Christmas list. That was the only thing I had on my Christmas list. But I had one of the first DVD players. And I would want to say that my mom probably paid like five, $600 for it. It's kind of crazy because like, I, I can go out and buy a Blu-ray player yeah. for like for, under for like 100 bucks. Yeah, 40, or 50 bucks. Like yeah, some like I, them, yeah, I can literally go buy a bill for like 50 bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like, even like, but 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 then again, like, same thing with flat screen TVs and all that stuff. When they first come out, they were just so much money. But I remember, yeah, the DVD players were expensive. Uh, yeah. Let me meet one of our main characters, Brian, played by Paul Walker, who, I mean, we tra- he tragically passed away at the age of 40. Yeah. But I'm just gonna say it right now. Let's, let's let's not pretend this dude was like a great actor or anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't relish speaking ill of the dead. I mean, but he, come yeah. on, this dude this dude did not get to where he was because of his acting talent. No, he was eye candy for females, man. Come on, he was. No, he was. Like he's. Let's call it what it is. I I equate him to like a a grade B blonde Keanu Reeves. Can I say, like, noticing watching some of the close-ups, well, he had really beautiful eyes. He really did. Like, honestly, I'm not, like, I'm not trying to be weird with it, but, like, I noticed, like, a couple of the close-ups, like, his eyes were just very, like, spark, like, they, like, pop out at you, like, sparkly blue. No, they they, re- they really did, so. But he, always, he always had, like, the we- He had the weirdest line ring. Like, he would say a line, and you just, like, how did they direct you in this scene? I mean, Vin Diesel isn't any better, so I mean, like Vin Diesel, yeah, will, Vin Diesel will get to. Uh, no, not at, not any better. So yeah, yeah, no. Like, I'm just, let's just say it right now, nobody in this film is giving a good performance. <laughs> Pro- probably not. Like Rob uh, yeah, Cohen, even... Rob Cohen does not know. Rob Cohen cannot direct actors. He just no. can't. He lets the action unfold before him, and that's what he does. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah, and yeah. Let, me, let me hit you with some with uh, some of these. So, uh, before Paul Walker was cast, you know he was cast. He, he was hard up at the time because of uh, things like she's all that, Barcy Blue, she's all that, the yeah. skulls, yeah, skulls, which was a fa- fa- fucking fantastic movie that's super underrated. I just want to say that I haven't seen that may be like a chapaquitic. I haven't seen the skulls, so you might might have to jump on you for that one. Please watch. Will you, will you watch David Arquette? Oh, I will, wa- I will watch. You cannot kill David Arquette. Jeez, I gotta give you homework. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, other actors were considered for the role: Brian O'Connor, Mark. Wal- uh, let's see, uh, Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale, Eminem, <laughs> which would have been interesting. You, oh my god! Uh, Imagine yeah. that. So yeah, they yeah they were all considered for for that for that part. Uh, considered for the part, actually originally offered the part of Dominic Toretto, Timothy Oliphant. Really? Yeah. I mean, it would have been. He's a good actor. He's a good he's actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. So I mean, I I wouldn't have been. Again, I guess we don't. 
we wouldn't have known what Vin Diesel was because of the fact that like I don't the, think this franchise would have. Diesel. I don't think this franchise would be a much as much of a meme if if, if it wasn't Vin Diesel. But uh, really, that his standout stuff was what Pitch Black. I think was his his shit. Yeah, that no, really... he had Pitch Black. He had those weird Street Shark commercials. He was in Saving Private Ryan. That was it. Saving Private Ryan. I think yeah. wasn't wasn't Boiler Room before this. Boiler Room was before too. But yeah, point is like he he wasn't busting doors, so this kind of like like blew him up as well. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, but anyway, we see him going into the boat in the bodega, which I, I, I gotta take a little task a little bit. So bro, so yeah. He's trying to get into this like gang of criminals and he thinks the the thing the way to do that is to go into this bodega that they own and order a tuna sandwich and he has to get the crust cut off. Yeah, that I don't understand. Like, first off, it's like we don't even need to like have that story. That's why obviously I was joking around to you and asking you about the how the tuna fish was today. Um yeah, but it sounds like a little kid, like a child would do that. Yeah, if the tuna fish sucks, why do you keep why do you keep ordering it? Yeah, because Jordana Brewster's serving it to you. Don't lie. I mean, I mean, that's why. Uh, <laughs> we then Man, see the rest, the rest was, of Dom's. She was fire. Yeah, she was fire. We then see the rest, of the, the rest of Dom's crew roll up, and just the way they roll up, it's <laughs> it's, uh, you, it's like, like, it feels yeah. so choreographed. It's kind of funny that way. Uh, we got Vince, Letty. Jesse and uh, the other guy. Uh, the fucking uh, that one that w- you know that one random fucker who never who's in this movie never comes back. That little twerp. No, 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 not Jesse. The other dude. Oh, you're talking about uh, not the one that gets his arm in this thing. The other guy. Yeah, no, that's that's Vin. Like I can't, I literally can never remember this guy's name. I just I, I can't him. remember his name either. Uh, but yeah, so that that guy. The thing I, I think I know about this movie is that like Vin, Vince in this film, he's so aggro about everything. Dude, he he is just yeah. Like it was funny though. I instantly saw him and it it like it triggered where I knew him from. Blade two. Uh, no extra. Well, Blade two, but extract. Remember, he's extract? the one that did you see extract? Yeah. Remember when Mila Kunis was hitting on Jason Bateman? And like, oh, so yeah. he, remember he, so they're at the, the house or whatever. And he call like he calls her or whatever. And the phone rings at the house or whatever. And that, that's where he finds out he, he was like talking to his girlfriend. Yeah. And he kept fucking with Jason Bateman's character in, in, in the movie. It's really funny. But anyway, that's where there was like a, a small scene with him. In it, and that's kind of where I remembered him from. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you keep going into or the Duna. And Vince is getting, like, really... For some reason, he's really mad about it. Yeah, he's, like, overly mad about it. Yeah, he's so offended that this guy comes in and orders the, the same bad sandwich every day. I, you know, maybe, maybe he cares so much about the quality of his food. He's like, look, just don't come here. Go to, go to Fat Burger. Get a, two, get a uh, double cheeseburger with fries for $2.95. I'm like, damn, like, I, I, I heard that. I'm like, damn, that sounds good. And it's cheap for and that. Cheap. I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, they, they get it. They, they get into a fight, and that's where you know, bit, Dom has his big, you know, big entrance moment. <laughs> a lot slimmer, by the way. D- yeah, but it's, Vin Diesel's weight's a weird thing because he'll, he'll like Flux- fluctuates. He he, fl- he fluctuates. He like he, he has like he have like lean, like lean Vin Diesel. You have bulky you have Vin like, Diesel. Yeah, you have dad. Yeah, dad bod Diesel. Yeah, he's back. He's back to bulky Vin Diesel right now. He's bulky, yeah, but there's there's been like where he's like a fucking like a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I remember that picture yeah. that looked at, him, looked at him on a balcony. He's got, oh my god, he's got he looked awful. Body. Yeah, but but hey, he bounced, he bounced back. He he, st- he stopped eating pie. I was just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna say that. That's it, it gets everybody, man. You gotta watch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, you just like okay, so he basically after Vince picks the fight with him, let's let's make that clear. Vince picks the fight. Brian doesn't yeah. start shit. He's like, give me, give me your wallet. Brian Spillner, <laughs> don't show your face around here anymore. He's like, what the, what the fuck, dude? I, gotta, I didn't do shit. Yeah, like, I don't understand. They, yeah, poor Brian. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do think it's funny that the way his boss, his boss reacts because he's working for this guy called, his name named Harry, who runs an auto shop. And they try to fire him, but he's like, ah, oh, hard to find. And don't let me fire this dude. So he keeps his job. Yeah. Uh, but then that night comes, and then we have one of the trademark Fast and Furious illegal street races. Uh, every everyone everyone's a buzzing. Ja Rule is here, which been cemented another staple this of the franchise. The random rapper cameos. This is the pre fire festival. This is pre fire festival. God, I hope I want him to come back now. This post fire festival. I, ja was huge back then. Like oh, Ja was they, massive. And they and I love how they plugged uh, his music in throughout the whole entire film. That's the thing. Like, if you, if you're a rapper in these movies, like you're on the soundtrack. Like, that's the only reason you get to be in these movies. Yeah, except, but except, obviously, except Ludacris had except better Ludacris success who came, with it. Who came in and just never left? Yeah, Ludacris was like, "Shit, this is this is it." I mean, he was smart. Josh should have stuck around. Josh should have stuck. Well, funny funny thing is, like, they wanted him to come back for Too Fast, Too Furious. That okay. was supposed. He was supposed to be the Ludacris character. But Ja Rule demanded too much money. Are you serious? But boy, I bet he's really hitting himself in the head. Yeah, he de- he demanded too much, so they got so they he demanded too much, so they offered to Redman. Redman couldn't make it, so then that's when they got Ludacris. Wow, that's crazy because Ludacris was a big name back then in the early two thousands as well. Yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> we think one of my, my favorite line from Letty in the entire series, which is like they're all rolling up, dumb talking these girls, just like I smell. Skanks. Yeah, because you thought you were, yeah. Yeah, like, like I said, no, not one person gives a good performance this entire film. No, it's not one. Very, very bad dialogue, but we're not watching the movie for the dialogue. No, so uh, they, they, line up to, they line up to have a race. It's going to be it's Dom, Brian, uh, Ja Rule, and then Random Asian Dude. Uh, and thing is, Brian bet his car. He, he, he's, he's, so, racing for pinks. he's so cocky with it, too, yeah. I'm racing for pinks. If I win, I get the money and the respect. I'm like, dude, there's this a, this a $2,000 buy-in between three other people. Like, your car yeah. is worth way more than six grand. You have more of it just underneath the hood of it, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, this, this, seems, like, this, seems, like a, this seems like a dumbass move. But whatever. Uh, also, Ja Rule's got his own subplot in this scene. Yeah, <laughs> there's one girl hits on me, just like, "Hey, I'm the." And again, this is kind of instituted the whole women are women are trophies aspect of this franchise, which is like, ah, this like I'm I'm yours, win or lose. But if you win, you get her too. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, they're gonna they're gonna have a little trio. <laughs> the other one, let's go, Menage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they start racing and bike. This. 
This is this is like the most two thousand scene I think we've ever reviewed. Oh uh, yeah, you're talking about yeah. Yeah, the, just the editing in this scene with the like it's very clear. This feels like early test footage from cars. Yeah, because you're talking about like when they're in a car and like the the to, to see it how it's like really like squiggly and stuff like that. Yeah, it's all squiggly. Yeah. It's all fat. All the, yeah. all the all the green screen, all the fast paced editing. I, I, I find this hilarious. I still dig it though. Yeah, uh, Brian Brian overloads his car, uh, and he still loses the race. But very very happy about it though. He's he, he is all smiles about it. He's like, yeah, I just lost, I just lost my car worth a couple, a couple, a couple ten. Fifteen, twenty thousand $20, dollars, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but I almost had you. You almost had me. You never had. You me. never had me. You never had your car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but cop, but cops are showing up. So, but cops are showing up, so everyone's got to scatter. They, so, man, I've, I forgot. I love the way that Tommy just tries to, like, he literally he goes parks his car in a, in a parking garage. Nobody sees him do it. He doesn't stay there. <laughs> Yeah, no. Like, literally, like you, you could just stay there and wait it out for a couple hours. Dude, go to a pay and spray. It's fine. Grant that thought Yeah, dude, you can come out with the same car, a different color, and they won't notice. It's fine. Yeah, so, like, he, go, he goes in, like, <laughs> he's just walking down the street, just puts his head down, like, Toretto, stop right there. It's, it's, it's yeah, easily like, no, it's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely crazy that the cop just randomly, like, looks over at that time and, and recognizes him. Yeah, uh, he gets picked up by Brian, who's the only again, again, family is not a big thing here. There's no lo- there is no loyalty in the Toretto crew. But we're building, we're setting, we're we're building the nest. We're se- we're se- we're setting the do- we're setting the dominoes up. Yes, and that's where we later meets. become. Yeah, family, and that's and that's gonna be basically the main villain of this film, Johnny Tran, played by the guy who played Diamond Face in The World Is Not Enough. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, wow. He's someone who has a grudge against Dominic Toretto. Uh, now, at first, we don't know why, uh, but it, it's enough to like. <laughs> it's enough that he can't come in this part of town anymore. And yeah, that's yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, what's so bad? Like, yeah, he can't come in this part of town anymore, and he just like shoots up random cars that he's in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like, like dude, that'll if, teach him. Like, if, if 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 you want to, like, first of all, it probably has like six of those in his garage somewhere. So you're not really, you're not really, have, yeah. you're not really hurting anybody. Two, yeah. if you want him dead, just just shoot him. Just just kill the guy. Just kill, just kill yeah. the guy right there. Uh, so they get back to they get back to his place. We see that everyone's having a good old time while Tom, while Dom's maybe dead, maybe in jail. Yeah, but they don't care because they're getting lap dances and playing music and not really giving a shit. <laughs> Yeah, and that's where we get the biggest, the biggest, uh, the biggest sponsorship whore in this in this entire entire franchise. It's like you can have any beer in this house as long as it's a yeah, Corona. And then also, did you notice Red Bull really sh- uh, showed their way in there, t- shoved their way into it? Too. I did see the Red Bull, of course, because, because of course. Yeah. yeah. So you got Red Bull and Corona that are a staple there at the beginning of the uh, well in this film. Which, by the way, Corona not a great Mexican beer. Corona, no, honestly, it's it's super overhyped. I don't mind like if if I'm gonna drink it, I'll I'll drink it. I'll drink Corona light. If I'm, put a if lime I'm in it. Give, if I'm given a Corona, I'll take it. That's not my that's not I my mean, I'm gonna, beer of choice. Yeah, no, I just don't like the aftertaste uh, of it. To be honest with you, I would rather have like a Land Shark, um, or 
my my beer choice. If I'm gonna do anything like that with lime, it's it's Bud Lime all day. Yeah. Uh. So the ne- so the next the next day comes. So Bri- so Brian's already introduced. In- he's kind of you know getting in good with the gang already. Next day comes, but oh shit, Brian is getting arrested. What? But that's where we get the ultimate twist, Russell. Brian is secretly a cop. No. And that's what it dawns. That's what it dawns on everybody. Holy shit, this is just point break again. I was just gonna say it's a total ripoff of point break. (laughs) Is it literally point break if you if you swap surfing with drag racing? Yeah, it's literally take the ocean to the street. Yeah. It's literally it. His bu- his handler is played by Ted Levine, which I think is random. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Uh, super but random. yeah, so point, he's trying to figure out who they're trying to figure out who's doing all these DVD robberies, which is the same DVD player robberies. Which saying that out loud makes you realize how dated this this first movie actually is. And now nobody would care. Yeah, now now it's like ah, it's still, it's all a truck full of Blu-ray players and eh, whatever. Fifty dollars. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, so. They, 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 so yeah, based on the kind of cars used and based on the coordination of the drivers, they think it's some kind of street driving gang. So they sent Brian in to go and infiltrate and try to figure out what gang is doing this. Then uh, yeah, that's basically what the bulk of the movie is. Basically, him trying to gain, trying to gain trust and trying to figure out who this is, even though the answer is very clearly right in front of him. I mean, it's so obvious. That it's the only person that it can be. Yeah. And the and thing is, like, they try to do the point because, like, the thing in Point Break was, like, you saw Keanu build chemistry with, they saw, you know, with, with build with the, with their president because these dudes had personality. Here, yeah, eh, not so much. No, they're kind of really cookie cutter. Yeah, you have, I mean, Dom, Dom's, you get, you get it, Letty, I guess, Mia, sure, but like Jet, like Jesse, he's just ADHD. And nervous all the time. He's yeah. like Piglet. <laughs> He's like Piglet. Other dude and Vince yeah. who's just like yeah all the time. Uh, so and you know, they they try they try to get me to be the the Lori Petty of the movie. They try, yeah. They really try. Again, no one's really good in this movie, but Mia Toretta has a really savage moment right here where she's just like, "Wait, what's the Jazz Vince? Because who has a crush on her?" Like, what's the name of that cute restaurant you, you took me you took me to that one time with the wooden tables and the candles? Like, yeah, like that place. Yeah, Brian, you want to take me there? <laughs> what was that called? Cha cha cha. Yeah, right, right in front of Vince yeah. too. I'm like, that, that's some cold shit. I don't care how big, big of an asshole he is. That's some cold shit. I would, if I was Vince, I would have said, yeah. I hope you guys get food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Brian gets uh, he gets a tip from this one for this one dude Hector who orders three, who orders three each of this of a certain set. He, he orders a lot of parts for different cars to be, you know, to to be souped up. So like, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's this dude. Even though the audience is like, no, no, it ain't, no, it ain't. Yeah. <clears throat> so they start to go investigate. <laughs> they start to go investigate, and then he gets jumped by Vince, which they have this like. It's also weird because like Vince drags him out, and they have like Dom. It's like it's like really like slow shadow reveal from the shadows. I'm like yeah, like who else did, would have? Yeah. Why did we do this? Again, some of the choices yeah. in the movie. Some of the choices in the movie are just weird. Yeah, they're just bizarre. 
Uh, so yeah, and the whole thing is he 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 covers his track by saying that he's trying to get a leg up for the race for the racing competition, Race Wars, a name that yeah basically you yeah a name that was clearly super, not thought through. Yeah, super original name. But also, but I like how he, tr- he race tries wars, to use Hector. Race as, Wars, yeah. uh, maybe don't call your big event this. Yeah, so they, they they believe this bullshit story, and they decide to go and look through Johnny Tran's uh, garage, and we see that he's torturing dude because like his, his their engines are gone. Yeah, they, they pop the hood, and there's no engine. Yeah, <laughs> but like, what, like, what, like, why why are they going to this dude for the engines? But what are they doing with the engines? Like, I don't understand. They, they, like, they never explain that, do they? No, that's why I didn't understand that. They're pissed off about the like. Are they being fixed or what? Like, what the hell's the? Yeah, like, what's what's going on? Are they being ordered? Are they ordering new engines for the car? Never find out. No, that's the whole and that's like a a whole big plot like point here that you're like, well, what the hell? Yeah. So uh, they continue to try and fix the fix. We find out Dom, you know, he served time. Uh, He served time for beating a dude with like within an inch of his life with a socket wrench. Oh. And you're like, oh shit, he's a, he's a bad dude. But then we find Six. out what little the next scene we find out why. So the reason was his dad was a stock car racer, and then mm-hmm. in one of the races, this one driver accidentally dinged him and sent him flying into a wall. And yeah, he crashed. The car exploded, and he died. Uh, and then when Dom saw that racer again, he lost control and beat him with and beat him with an inch of life with a socket wrench. Yeah, uh, and basically gave the dude like permanent brain damage. Yeah, like the pictures look pretty like. I mean, you could tell that dude got completely messed up. Yeah, but like he's, this is the the whole phrase. The whole phrase is like, I, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> like. Oh yeah. What does that even mean? Why? Did, how does this pertain to this to this situation? Sounds good. <laughs> but yeah, something something I noticed like watching this again. There's surprisingly like little again, kind of like the original Point Break, but there's more action in the first Point Break. There's very little action in this movie because they're they're too busy trying to set up who done it type thing. Yeah, even though uh, we're as like, opposed to like, yeah, boy, we, though we, we know though we, though we, we know as you, know. we know as you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I also feel like this scene would like would land better if again Vin Diesel was a better actor. Uh, so Brian goes on his date with uh, Mia. It goes well because she drives him back to back to his place. Which fu- fu- fact about this film before this movie, Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster didn't have driver's license licenses. Jesus so they ha- so they had to learn to drive this film it's crazy because jordana brewster looks so much older than how old she, how old was she in the movie like uh, how old was she let's see jordana brewster because it came out in 01 so she was uh see she's 41 now so she would have been she would have been 21 really and didn't have her license yet well wow, that's crazy i guess she was in a situation where she didn't she never had to learn to drive so she never did it huh yeah and uh, an- another truck gets hit, and then and then another truck gets hit, so they get permission to move on Tran. Uh, 
in a weirdly cut scene, they they take down Tran and his dudes, like while while intermittently cutting to Letty and Dom having sex. Yeah, I don't understand that one. That selection point. It's like, okay, so you're busting the bad guys while he's busting. Well, he's busting, well, busting a nut or what? A <laughs> <laughs> bust a nut. We're busting criminals. I mean, here we're gonna, you know. The fun, funniest thing about this whole bit is, like, when they go arrest Johnny Tran, they do it in his house, like his, like his fam, like his family gathering. And then they when knew he, gets he was there, gonna be home. Well, yeah, they somehow knew he was gonna be there, but they, <laughs> there's a scene where his dad, like, winds up like five yards to give him the nastiest backhand. Oh, in slow motion, yeah. In slow motion. Yep. Uh-huh. I I lost it at that scene, man. That shit was funny. Dude, yeah, there's some scenes, there's some, like, bad scenes that they, like, yeah, like, the slow motion shit, they really like. Yeah, they, they really are a player in this movie. Uh, but uh, they realize at this point that what we already realized now, uh, that, yeah, it it, ha- it has to be dumb. <laughs> there's no there's nobody else. Yeah. It's not Hector, Johnny Tran. There's no, there's no, no other important character in this film. So okay, Wait, that, it's John Cena. It's his brother. It's his brother. It's his brother who was never mentioned until this point. Damn you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if we go to the race, the race wars event the next day, it's a very official event. They got security and everything. Yeah. Uh, again, another series of, dra- of drag races. Jesse comes up on his race, though, and he decides to race for pinks. Pinks? Against Johnny Tran. Obviously, Brian yells and, and warns him, dude, he's going to get smoked. Obviously, you know that. Cause... And, and the thing is, like, he's, he's racing in his dad's car and his dad's in jail. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're like this all knowing, like, nerd for, like, vehicles and stuff like that. And you know Tran. You, you think you, you think you think you'd be smart, smart enough not to do this. I mean, like, I, I don't street race, and I knew that it wasn't a good idea to do that. Yeah, uh, so predictably he gets smoked, and then I love that he just drives away. I like, yeah, he's like, "Fuck this, you're like, not taking my car." Like, yeah, like, "Fuck, like, fuck that, I'm not, I'm not doing this." Bye. Remember when I said, "Remember when I said you had to pig slips, April Fools, fucker." <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so he leaves. Uh, Johnny Tran has his chance to act poorly. We're just like, "Feds came to my house. Someone, someone narked on me. You know what? It was you." I'm not a narc. <laughs> I never narc. Yeah. Yeah, it's um. This this the, Vin Diesel hadn't rough. gotten like the mumble growl yet. Yeah, he. This is he's still been, pr- he's still pretty intelligible on his own without subtitles. Oh yeah, but I never narc on anyone. I never narc yeah. on anybody. <laughs> uh, what is so... it with the mu- the muscle dudes that can't fucking speak worth a shit? <laughs> yeah. Arnold Stallone, him. Yeah. Lundgren, Lundgren, John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. There's always, always these like guys with like really heavy accents. Statham can do it though. Statham's pretty good. Statham can do, it, but he's also leaner. He came from like like an English speaking country. Yeah, he's more proper. He is. Uh, so uh, Dom's going off to do to do Dom stuff. Uh, Mia's really sad about it, and that's when Brian comes clean and says, "I'm a cop." Oh, what? Like, I need you. What? No. And you, they need, sly and, dog, you. And he's like, yeah, uh, get, like, I need to go find down now before something bad really happens. Something bad happens. So they go to rip off another DVD truck. 
things have been as usual except they're running one man short because Jesse's not here. And uh thing is of this one not as easy because this one actually this this driver came prepared. He's like this you ain't packet. You ain't jacking my DVD players. Which you would think more and like honestly, you would think more drivers in general would pack just in general. You know what I mean? If if you have that type of merchandise in the in the back of your vehicle, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Especially something as valuable as DVD players. Well, yeah, but uh, but you're sleeping in this vehicle too, like like at the time, like yeah. you know, when you're like a truck driver, like. No, I get I you. I don't know. I get you. Uh, so yeah, uh, things are not going well, and I I always found it weird when like they drive under the semi. Like, did, did semis get lowered over the years because so this wouldn't happen? Because I th- I think we wanted to just kind of like pay homage to Christmas Vacation. Yeah, because I I like I I used these are Honda Civics. I used to drive a Honda Civic. There's lo- no way you'd fit it. They're low to the ground. That, that yes, been... they're low to the ground. Yes, yeah. but I could I could not drive under a semi truck. Those semis are too low. Yeah, like so, I think in this movie they raise them so you can get them in underneath. Yeah, because they there there'd be no way. I will say that I when they're doing like practical car stunts, the practical like drive like driving action sequences. Like they're, oh, all, they're all done in camera. They're oh d- no, that they're shit's done. Re- they're done reasonably well. For I mean, for the technology, for the effects that we had in two thousand and one, um, the thing I just can't put my head around is how the like, how 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 does Don like obviously we'll, met, we'll we'll talk about this here in a couple couple seconds, but how the hell does Don manage to drive with that fucking flat tire? <laughs> he did get a flat, didn't he? Like how does that not how does that not play any factor into that chase scene at all? And thing is, like in the modern day of Fast and Furious, that wouldn't matter. Oh no, but I'm saying like I'm thinking like there's no way you're chasing this car though is is what I'm trying to say. Like, but, but, the, but the thing but the thing I also noticed like in this scene, there's there's a scene where they cut to wide shots of like a Paul Walk, uh, uh, Brian about to jump onto the car. Oh yeah, and they cut to wide shots of a stunt double that is clearly not Paul Walker. Listen, they want you. Listen, you know, I, I remember I was upset when I first realized that wrestling was fake. Um, I don't think really Paul Walker. Uh, this isn't Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? He's Tom Cruise would be like, listen, camera on me. Don't stop. Don't cut. Yeah. So the, yeah, so the guy try to get Vince, who's like trapped, who's trapped on the, he's trapped on on the on the semi. Bad on on the door. Yeah, with his arm wrapped up and shit. He's like really like yeah. Yeah, he's lo- he's, lo- he's losing a lot of blood. Like he's. Like, like, just like the tightness of the wire, like digging into his skin. Like, it looks painful. Dude, that's oh, it looks all like I'm. It's it's like in real life that probably that would probably rip his arm off. Probably yes. Yeah, that would definitely rip his arm off. Oh, the way that thing was, you know, wrapped around that arm, and especially the tension that that thing probably has, like build up. And, like, there's no way. Yeah, uh, I also love the scene where uh, Dom realizes Brian's a cop. Oh yeah, just the way he looks. I'm just, just so, dude. It's it's like he looks like a like a puppy who just got betrayed by his owner. Dude, because they set that scene up to where he's calling in for it. He's like, "This is Officer. Bl- this is Officer Brian. O- oh, uh, what's his last name? Brian O'Connor. O'Connor. Yeah, this is Officer Brian O'Connor. You see slow motion again. You see that look, like he's like slowly looking over at Brian, like in like disapproval. He's like, you basically saying like, you lied to me." <laughs> Uh, they, they, they set. I mean, they set that up obviously. For, like, 
Really? That's when you pick the, the I'm a cop moment? Come on. You're like, yeah, there's probably better times you could do this. Seriously. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Vince gets taken away. Dom, egg. Dom leaves. And he's, he goes back. He's like, he's about to take take a ride in his dad's Challenger, which he said he said he's too scared to drive. And he's like, like, yeah, where could he pot? Yeah, like, where could he possibly be going? Yeah. And he's like, you need to stop running. Now he's like, I'm not running. Uh, so yeah, he's like, he's he's going to find Jesse, who fortunately enough just happened to show up here. The what the hell are the odds? Like, what, what are, are the, the odds, odds that the person you're looking for found you? Like, come on. Who else found him, though? Johnny Tran. Who decided, you know what? Fuck this. We're just, we're just going to drive by on these motherfuckers. Yeah. They somehow have the worst aim when it comes to main characters. Yeah, like stormtroopers. And the greatest aim when it comes to Jesse, because he gets hit and he dies. <laughs> yeah. Because remember, yeah, yeah, they they totally, yeah, they were really bad at shooting until, yeah, poor Jesse. Poor Jesse. Uh, but hey, they shot the car too, so at least you know they're not they're not taking that. But here's my thing: if you know what they're capable of doing, just give them the fucking car. Yeah, like I mean, realistically, yeah, just give them the car. Like you can always race back for it, right? get another car, or have like one like Brian or uh, Dom race back for it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, uh, we, get, we, get, we get another admittedly pretty well done car car action car chase action sequence. Yeah, uh, they chase down uh, Johnny Tran and his homies. Like, it it's it's good, but like the ending is like super anticlimactic. Yeah, I mean, it's fun when he knocks what he doesn't he shoot the the shoot the one off of the uh the bike or whatever and he oh, goes no, he rolling like, down the hill yeah no like he like he like knocks the he knocks, knocks the car into the bike and then he flies off yeah yeah that that's i mean that that's okay yeah and yeah they, and and they that, that would like be real shoot, they just shoot and then that's over <laughs> but the main yeah. bad guys he's been taken out it's like <laughs> oh okay cool yeah okay but then there's one more thing to do with dom and you know he's got he's got to track him down he got to bring him in too and that's when, you know, we get the final drag sequence. Just like, he's like, I, I used to race this every day. It's a quarter mile to the second light. I'm going uh, for oh, it. Oh, that's where that quarter mile saying came in. I, I see what you're doing there, Mr. Toretto. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, so they have one final drag race. Who, did, they, they, ever, did they ever show who won? Did, was it a tie? It was pretty much a tie because they both cross over the railroad crossing as legit as a train's coming. Like, and that scene there is really super kind of like you could tell that things completely doctored up a lot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're both they both land at the same time. I think Dom's more proud of the fact that he had the balls to kind of go with him. I guess. Yeah. Well, that, well, I guess Brian win because because he still got his car intact because Brian because Dom gets hit by a truck. Oh yeah, dude. Because he goes flying off. He gets like, out of like, nowhere too. Yeah, and like yeah, he was like, what, yeah, like he, you see, like where the fuck, where the fuck did this come from? It's like, dude, you're better than that. You guys street race all the time. You got you got to look out for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, he gets he cra- he crashed the Challenger, and Brian lets he lets Dom go out of you know out of out of respect and out of loyalty. Let's lets him go. He's like, look, you just go. I'll do. I'll take my car. Go. I'll deal with the cops. Well, because he owed him a ten-second yeah. car. He's like, I owe you a ten-second car, and just just take this one. 
Yeah, so count to 10 and jump in it. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Dom leaves. Brian has to face the consequences of this. So This movie doesn't really end. It just stops. Yeah, like you kind of like you figure, okay, well, wait a minute. So Dom's gotten away. Brian let him go. What's going to happen? And that's the end of it. I mean, well, I mean, this movie film. does have a post credit scene. Ah, oh, shit, I didn't watch it. In which Dom, we, we do see Dom in Mexico, which is where he is at the beginning of the of Fast and Furious, which we'll get to eventually. But yeah, that's where this movie leaves off. Just on a, just it's just on like that. Just it ends off on a really awkward note. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, that sucks. I got. I'm gonna have to like watch that now. But yeah, that was the Fast and the Furious. So uh, 20 years later, and after God knows how much insanity we suffered through in the sequels, how did this <laughs> one hold up, Russell? You know what? Honestly, I mean, you can tell it's completely aged. I mean, kind of what you were saying with some of those green screen shots and the the squiggly lines, and just like the way some of those sh- those scenes are shot, and especially with like the uh, the stunt doubles and stuff like that, that's kind of a little bit off putting. But overall, I mean, it's a fun film. Um, it was fun to revisit. But yeah, what you said, it's it's far from like the best. But it's, I mean, it, but it has that. It'll always have that like nostalgic one is because it, it started all this you know what i mean and all that is now to be all that nostalgic factor because it's like oh we were we were we were here and then we're fighting yeah. submarines and cars and and but it's crazy to see from literally from and, and obviously you'll agree it's crazy to see what what we've done in the 20 years that, that we've had this franchise out though I, I would love to see someone who's only seen the first one go right into f9 with no oh. context uh, that would be fucking phenomenal. Like literally, hilarious. like we'd have to have somebody who's completely like off social media, somebody who's completely like, hermited. Like they've seen the first one. Oh, it's a great film. Blah blah blah. You know, and had no idea that they came out with any of the sequels. Yeah, I want, I want, I want to do that as like, as like a test. Like I, I, I will do this with my future kid. I'll show them the first Fast and Furious, never tell them about any of the sequels, and then just let them go right into nine. <laughs> do it, yeah, dude. To see how they I, react. Like, how the fuck did we get here? Dude, I th- that would be so great. Just because it's like, just the whole entire aspect of what they've done. I mean, it, it's crazy. Kind of, kind of like what we've said. We've compared to Mission Impossible numerous times. They're constantly pushing the boundaries, though, for the franchise. But it's fun, you know. Yeah, I mean, this one it's it's a, it's a time capsule of a fucking movie. I'll say that. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think it stands its own place as far as like 2000 nostalgia. But that it started this like massive franchise. I think yeah. it's got some pretty fun action sequences when they're doing like the pra- the practical effects. The race sequences are okay, uh, and again, I think that this movie gets increasingly better when it uses more of the main stale characters, like when Tyrese and Ludacris come in, when uh, Han comes in as a, as you know a main player. When the, rock- the movie gets especially better when the Rock comes in. That elevated. That was a game changer for this that franchise. Wa- no, that was that was the game shaker. Bringing no, that absolutely was for Fast Five. Yeah, yeah, but to bring him in for Fast Five, that was huge, and I really think that that really just that elevated that whole backstretch of films. Absolutely, but yeah, that's gonna do it for uh, us. That was the Fast and Furious. Uh, Russell, where can what, do you want to get our plugs before we head out? Yeah, uh, Notorious by Chance family, you guys can find us on Facebook. Notorious by Chance, go ahead and join that. That's where we put the polls up. 
Uh, we won't have a pull-up, obviously, next week because we're going to be doing the Jurassic Park episode. Uh, you guys can also find us YouTube Notorious by Chance. Where we will be putting out new content. Uh, we'll surprise you with it. If I'm at Twitter, it's going to be Chance Worth underscore 91. Uh, check me out the movie Trisha Down. My match with Lon Harris actually dropped today. Not going to spoil the results of that, but it's a really fun match. Go check it out. And, yeah, that's going to do it for us here. Like I said, next week we'll be back with Jurassic Park. Until then, that's Russell. I'm Chance. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.